0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Cabaret Darlings. I'm your host, Millie Dollar, and this is what I sound like. We are sponsored today by my eco-friendly sideline, milliedollarbeauty.com, a range of vegan, biodegradable cosmetic glitters, super light, amazing synthetic lashes, and you can save using our podcast promo, Cabaret Darlings, all one word, all caps, to save 10% on your next order. You're in the market for some glitter. Yeah, as long yeah. as
1: it's eco-friendly. It is. It's biodegradable. <laughs> I just hate the thought of just glitter being there for hundreds of thousands of years. The thing.
0: It's microplastic. It never grim. goes away. Yeah, pretty grim. So that's eco-friendly? It is. and there, Is it think, edible? It is, technically, because <laughs> it, it's not designed to be edible, but if you accidentally eat it, you're it'll, laughing. it'll break down in your digestion. So is it like that? Yeah, that <laughs>
1: glitter you can buy that like makes your shite sparkly. Have you heard about that?
0: I've heard this, but it's it's probably just the got same to thing. Be. No, well, no, now, no, 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 that it, it
1: wouldn't be. It would. It's degradable. probably
0: the kind of glitter you. It's probably get. just glitter. It's probably just crap <laughs> glitter. You'd be a bit like cheaper and easier to go to a shop just.
1: Pop and, to yeah. like
0: the works or something. Get a handful of glitter and yeah. just shove and not, that in your. And can't. not
1: pay for like twenty quid and it's like unicorn yeah. shape. It's yeah. they call it, Or something. Yeah. I mean, Good is, chat. It's
0: a bit worrying that. <laughs> um, well, there was those uh, glitter capsules that they were selling for women to um, put inside them to uh, make things glittery.
1: Inside their mouth. No. Oh wow.
0: One mouth, just not that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I and wouldn't uh, see the. I wouldn't see the benefit of that. Like. G-
0: Glitter? <laughs> glitterous? Yeah, um, Glitterous. Is that what
1: it was called? It should have been if it yeah, was but um,
0: a doctor had to come out and say, don't put glitter in your vagina, which yeah. you think would be obvious. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. All right, well. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to introduce today's guest, the one lonely Johnny Bongo. How
1: are you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Ah, thanks for coming on. It's sat in your, in your fancy house right now.
1: It's not that but, fancy, it's just a new kitchen.
0: It's, it's a nice kitchen though. Good kitchen.
1: Yeah. Do you do a lot of cooking? I do a lot of cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking if it wasn't a bingo color, I'd like to be a chef. Yeah. Well, I've tried it a little bit, but I'm too messy. So I like, I'd like to cook for like cook for a couple of people rather yeah. than cook for a restaurant of 70 people. Yeah. Starters, mains and all that. People saying so, they want stuff well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't want that. That's
0: and you do dress like a chef. <laughs>
1: what, black, black and white stripes, <laughs> yeah. French chef.
0: French chef, yeah. yeah. You just need a little beret. Yeah. A couple of baguettes.
1: Yeah. And an onion necklace.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh,
1: stereotypical there. Uh, it's
0: a little don't bit, offend any bit French of people if any French people are listening. Je suis desolé. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> What's that mean? I'm Can sorry. I have breakfast? No. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> That's French foot. Sorry. Right. It's uh, that, yeah. a, a lazy one. Do you speak French? Uh, very badly. Do you know how to
1: say, where's the library?
0: Us la bibliothèque? Oh, <laughs> smashed it. Yeah, I remember my um, year seven French. That's all you really. Need to, <laughs> really that's all well you really there. need to know. Yeah, is there a way you could combine cooking and bingo? Um, bingo cakes. I don't. I don't
1: know. <laughs> maybe, maybe like sort of recipes, but then the numbers, like as if you you mm. call out numbers and that's different ingredients going into food. I don't know. That's I like don't a, think, a
0: really weird game on Master Chef.
1: Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's a market for it.
0: That's a shame. Maybe you should uh, hit up Ainsley Harriet, get
1: speak him to, in. Speak to, speak to Ainsley. Yeah. We have a, a, a warehouse full of cardboard cutouts of Ainsley Harriet. Really? Yeah, he's a prize <laughs> at one of the bingos. He's one of the uh, one of the main ones, Ainsley. The yeah. Attenborough, it used to be Schofield, but Schofield's scumbag now. Well, yeah, so Schofield's got,
0: been cancelled. So. Yeah,
1: so we've got like £1,300 worth of Philip Schofields in the warehouse that we're just oh, going to, I don't know what we're going to do with them.
0: You should have set him up around town at all the polling stations with a bubble out of his mouth saying, Vote Labour. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, it's mad that, 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 that it's election day today. It and is. And we don't even know well, what's going to happen. But when you By put the this time this out, this comes
0: out, we will know. And I happily uh, welcome our new leader, Jeremy Corbyn. Wow, and I, I, hope, I hope that that right. is just, when this comes out, a fact rather than me in the past being really hopeful.
1: Here's something what you could do is you could just edit this and then you know if it's oh no it will be like sad then before
0: yeah oh it would definitely not welcome the new leader boris <laughs> oh god
1: anyway yeah. moving on don't talk yeah, about let's, that let's not Grim. talk
0: politics like but you know by the time this comes out
1: big j jc
0: jc i mean he has been a guest at one of your he has uh, yeah we've done two well. we've done
1: two labor conferences um as like the as like a bit of entertainment after and the, the last one, Jeremy spoken called out some bingo numbers and nice. gave out a cardboard cutout of himself and <laughs> signed did he it and fare everything. He,
0: as a bingo caller, do you think that's his, well? He, he know, was taking
1: it dead seriously, and I was trying to like give him a few a few tips because he must have called out ten or fifteen numbers. Yeah. So when like I was like, if it's say thirty five, say three and 5, mm-hmm. 35, You know, say it like that, and he was like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> And then when he did it, he did it wrong. He was like thirty-five, and I was like, "No, three and five. He's like, "Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry." <laughs> but yeah, he got it. Bless him. <laughs> Fair play is up for up for a laugh, like yeah. Do you think you would see Boris doing that kind of thing and actually enjoying no. it? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, old get in the fridge, Boris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine he'd be much. He
1: wouldn't be much crack, collar, no.
0: Like no. So yeah. Right, but so you've been doing uh, bongos bingo for. Quite some time now.
1: Just to, just coming up to five years. Yeah. In April, I think. Um yeah. It's just mad. It's a mad roller coaster, mad adventure. Just yeah. something that, you know me and my mates started up as just a bit of a laugh and it's just snowballed. And yeah. People really love it. And that for me that's for me that's what it's all about. You've
0: travelled all over the world. Yeah. With, uh, like,
1: it's nuts. We've done We're in like 30 cities or 40 cities in the UK and then we're in, you know, Dubai, Paris. Mm -hmm. We actually do shows in French, not me. Can you speak French? No, we've got a... (laughs) Do
0: you have a translator? No, we've got a
1: host. We've got a French host. So we do shows in, I'll probably get these names wrong, but like, well, Paris.
0: You got that one right. Nonce.
1: I always hate that I'm (laughs) trying to say nonce. I don't want to say Um. nonce. I'm not saying yeah.
0: nonce. It's not, not nonce. It's just. I think it's just in my way. accent. I
1: think it's my accent. It just like, always sounds like Try it in a French. Nonce. 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 N A U N T S. No? Nonce. nonce. It, is a, it is a place, but it's not called nonce anyway. Yeah. Um, and then a few other places. But yeah, it goes down really well there. Mm. It's weird watching all the footage back and stuff because that I don't always... know what they're saying.
0: Disco en France. Yeah, and it's yeah. all different.
1: A little bit, music's a little bit different as well.
0: Yeah but, I've, Yeah I've done a lot of cabarets Out in like Places like Paris And Geneva Where yeah. it's French uh, And there's a good well? Um Well I love the cabaret But yeah. it's the after parties Where they put all this Like weird French scar music on And the entire audience Go bash it And I'm like yeah. What's happening yeah, It's, <laughs> like, it's, what's it's going on? I, I actually
1: probably Being Prejudice to the French, I thought, oh, it won't go down well. The French yeah. aren't well, for a laugh. Well, yeah, we, we but they generally
0: are. think of the French as being like very like stoic. Yeah, you know, have you been watching? Chic, have you food. been
1: watching Rick Steins Secret France or whatever it's called? Going no. around. class, good little cooking show. He's going around and basically, the French are just class. That's what I've got out of it. They're not just yeah. uh, striped beret <laughs> waving uh, yeah. onion th- slingers. Like you've oh, I've had some pictured good, them
0: out the way. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> I've had some good times in Paris, you Class. know. I've got some friends out there. Uh, but they're not stories I can tell on this podcast. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> Have you been to uh, Crazy Horse?
0: I haven't. Strangely do you know, enough. Do you know where I'm I talking know, about? Yeah, I know the Crazy That's Horse. That's literally Have you been? all my
1: burlesque knowledge, really. It's the Crazy Horse. About that, I was just hoping that I would be able to bring it up there, <laughs> and it's actually just, we veered that way I into think the conversation.
0: Th- the ballet dancers out there that are listening to this would have given you points for knowing Crazy Horse. Be like, do you reckon? Yeah, Yeah, because I, sure. I haven't
1: said Moulin Rouge.
0: Yeah, you haven't said, like, the, the ones that everyone knows. not even good.
1: Crazy it's, Horse is class.
0: Crazy Horse is a great show. Very like, good. it's it is renowned for being one of the best. I loved it. Are you going to go again?
1: Um, I would do if, I'm, if I go back there. I've seen your shows before, so there you go. Have you? Yeah, a couple of times. When? Um... I think maybe in Studio Two, and maybe in, a couple yeah. of times in Barry and Rye, of all places, it was you. I don't know You probably just don't remember.
0: Yeah, it's like it's been a long, long I've time. Seen, like I've, I've, I've been, seen a couple. Um, this year is my thirteenth year of performing. Wow! So it's been a long time. <laughs> I've done a lot of shit. Amazing. Hey, no, it wasn't shit.
1: It was good. Just because it was in a bar. No,
0: I said I've done a lot of shit. Not oh, right. Right. Just... I thought you were just. I thought you were just slagging no, off. No. I'm not being. I'm not doing the self-deprecating, for compliments oh, thing. Don't sand. worry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not about that life. That's you know. Fine. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> I just swear every few words. That's cool. With you know, of course, you can swear on this podcast. People fine. ask me that all the time, and I'm like, "Have you fucking met me?" So there you go. yeah.
1: I'll, maybe, I'll I'll only do it. I'm not going to swear just for the sake of it. Okay. I'll only just you know if I feel like it, it, It's okay. relevant. If I'm not it, just throwing f bombs out.
0: If it works, yeah, if it, yeah, because yeah.
1: you've got a, a kid now, yeah. So, I do, yeah. yeah, it's a little two year old. So um, Did you
0: try to not swear? Do you know what? I don't swear a
1: lot, lot of... anyway. I yeah. think growing up, um, my parents, I would say that well, they're not, not religious, but it was like they didn't, they didn't swear. Mm-hmm. Um, like my dad's never swore, really? well, he's he said like bastard and shit, and that, but he's never said the f word, hmm. not once. Can you believe it? Yeah. I think he grew yeah. up in a, he grew up I think
0: in I an entire sentence Yeah, that <laughs> he, he grew
1: up in a, in like a, um, like a, a sort of, there's a dom- a denomination of like Presbyterian church in Northern mm-hmm. Ireland and it's called Brethren and it's almost like right, got little yeah. nods to like the Amish community. So he kind of grew up in that. And like, if you met my dad, you'd just assume that he's just like drunk all the time, but he's not, he's just like full of life. Yeah. Um, but I think like, it was like, if you swear the grind is going to open. And you're going to go straight to hell. So that's like been instilled yeah. in them, and then he's just never.
0: And my nan was a bit like that. Yeah. If she swore, she would be like, "That's it. I've you're been done." Been good all year, and, and you've made me do a swear. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you are from Northern Ireland originally, yeah, but are you like? I uh, feel like you're an adopted scouser. Yeah, nowadays.
1: Like, I moved over here when I was 18. Um, I was with a girl at the time. She mm-hmm. was studying in Lippa. Yeah. And then lived here for about a year and then moved on to London Mm because she got an agent and we sort of like followed her along while she was chasing the acting dream and um, uh, got an opportunity to come back to Liverpool I was working in bars in London and they were the company I was working with was opening a few bars around the around the country like in Nottingham and uh, where else like Sheffield or something but one was in Liverpool and it's sort of I was sort of done with the Liverpool or the London life sorry it's like five years it's just Hard work, especially when yeah, you're skint, and it's just yeah. really, really tough. So, the opportunity to come back to Liverpool, and now I'm here mm-hmm. for like 10 years, got a scouser, going out with a scouser, got a kid. Yeah. You know, I just I just love Liverpool, it just reminds me so much of back home. All right, um, I think
0: there's quite a similarity between Liverpool the, and there's Belfast. There's a
1: massive similarity. The only difference is the licensing laws are a bit later here, so you can. You can drink out. later. Yeah, that's really <laughs> the only difference. Like, um, yeah, people are the same. It's friendly, it's, but like, you know, it's both, they're both yeah. um, port cities. But
0: you know, the party goes on for longer. The party goes on for longer.
1: <laughs> I just, yeah, I love it. I would definitely, I would, you know, and if my listening to this, I would, I would class Liverpool as my home now rather than back home in Belfast.
0: Is your mom still in Belfast?
1: She's still there. Yeah. But you know, the, the good thing is it's only 25 minutes on a plane. It's quicker mm. to get here, you know, door to door than it is to go down to London yeah so true. like they're literally over all the time, and we can go yeah. over there, so and my mom and dad love it here as well.
0: Have they been to the show oh
1: they're all all the time they love it, they absolutely love it they just it's which is amazing, you know, because they come and every time they come, I always make like a, a a joke on the mic that this is the first time that they've been, and like you
0: know yeah,
1: like <laughs> they think I work in a bank or something, you know, and, right. um, <laughs> but they, they come all the time and they're so supportive um you know with like the whole bingo thing, and they just—they just, they just mm-hmm. love it. Even just from the start, when I was doing things like the quiz and bits of radio work, yeah. they've always just been behind me. They've been really, really supportive, mm-hmm. and they're just a good laugh. And I can see, you know, I've got a lot from mum and dad in personality wise, and you know, yeah. like you know, my mum herself is a performer. She's got like a oh, really successful did. choir in, in Northern Ireland. So oh, right. she's got this gospel choir. It was always like her dream to start this. She's been a, she was a singer all through mm-hmm. her life. And then she wanted to set up this professional like gospel choir. It's like a non-denominational thing. There's people from all walks of life. It's yeah. not like a sort of, it's just like love of like feel-good music and like loads of soul and loads of gospel. And they do really, really well. I'm going over on the weekend. She has a big concert. Yeah. It's like 3,000 people go to it. And it's, it's amazing.
0: Are you ever going to team up with the I choir? Did, I did
1: once. My mom asked me to do a duet with her. Yeah. And it was probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever do done. Do you sing? Not really like I'll sing but she yeah. wanted like she Just, wanted me to do I, this. I do need a you
0: know a, an intro an track. Intro. <laughs> I can maybe speak
1: to my mom or something she can sing Life as a yeah. Cabaret or something uh, but yeah right. no, not, it's not for me like but yeah, yeah I did that with her and I did it mm-hmm. because I knew how much she yeah. would appreciate it but like singing in front of 3,000 people no.
0: yeah yeah
1: in a suit and all giving it all swinging legs like Dermot
0: yeah. <laughs> I think I because I've stripped in front of that many people yeah. and it's so much easier to do that than to sing or talk or definitely do anything like that because yeah. it's just like uh, yeah big look, time yeah you started off um the Bongo's Bingo as a quiz so,
1: so was it so it started off I was doing this the quiz and Shipping Forecast mm-hmm. for about five years so and it was that from and, like
0: 2010 Cause yeah. God, that yeah. Is Big going time. Out. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and it was just this. It was just like a bit of a like a. It was. It was just nuts for anyone that ever went. It was mm-hmm. just. It's hard to explain because it was literally just a quiz, but with all these mad stuff thrown in, like bonus rounds and yeah. music and a lot of drinking, and it's just it was just some of the stuff that I've seen go on there. Some of the maddest things I've seen, like the bonus rounds and things people do, right. and like it was just nuts. So after about five years of doing that, I was sort of thinking you know i need to do something else here and you yeah. know the, the popularity of the quiz you know it was full every night it was great but i was kind of i'd done it for so long mm-hmm. so it was just pretty much like a real natural jump i met a, a guy called josh burke and he was looking to put on like a clubby event and he, he, he teamed up and sort of said what could we do and bingo came up yeah and i said that i was You know, really looking to do something. So it had this format as the quiz, which was you know, mad prizes, dance-offs, music, like silly things like that. And it literally just swapped questions for like bingo because it's the same. That's like an old-fashioned kind of pub quizzes Mm -hmm. and bingo. Yeah, they're all a bit like they're good fun, but they can be a wee bit stale, maybe.
0: Oh, you've definitely modernized it. So that's it. it. It's just just breathing a wee bit of life into it and
1: changing it, and you know.
0: Yeah, have the prizes because the prizes at your show now uh, is. Some spectacular prizes. Like, I think someone won a cruise.
1: Yeah, someone Online. won a, a Caribbean yeah. cruise and yeah. give away Porsches and fishing boats. and. But sometimes people just would rather have a cutout of, well, not Schofield, yeah. but people
0: seem quite happy with they'd the cutouts. Honestly, <laughs> like, people yeah.
1: would genuinely, you know, in the moment when you're mm-hmm. half cut and, you know, you, there's an opportunity to have 500 pounds in your hand, yeah. cash or this big sparkly unicorn and people <laughs> yeah. genuinely
0: or a Henry Hoover or a Henry Hoover yeah. like
1: people at like the the you know the emotion I've seen on people's faces when they've won a Hoover yeah like it's just ecstatic it's just like electric
0: last time I came to Bongo's Bingo my husband was, he really wanted that Hoover didn't get it no he's like we need a Hoover I want that Henry yeah. Hoover I think it's <laughs> like, the, I think it's
1: like the the, the winning in it as well like people you know people that come quite a lot, you know, mm-hmm. I want this Hoover and I'm going to win this Hoover. And I'd say yeah. to them, why don't you just buy a Hoover? They're, they're, yeah. You know, it's like... 80 quid. Yeah. Just get, you know, it needs to be like one. It needs to be
0: like one that when people come over, you, you need like, this I won Henry that. Yeah, I won this. Yeah, I won yeah.
1: that. Or I won that in a dance off. It's like yeah. a, it's like a pride <laughs> thing. It's mad. It's mad. how, how People <laughs> just like go nuts for it. Yeah. We did a thing at, um, one of the Halloween shows where we, uh, I said, I said at the start when it was the point where we'd give away the Henry Hoover and I said to mm-hmm. the, the, the crowd like, right, you know, now's the, you know, if you've been here before, you'd usually win like a Henry Hoover, but I yeah. sort of said like, um, unfortunately, you know, Henry, Henry Hoover as a company don't like us using their, their, their Hoover as a brand. Oh, really? and i brought out this like amazon it's like one.
0: a good advertisement well, exactly no, I, was for I was just lying i was just lying i was just like uh, trying okay. to get the crowd going. so
1: i said and everyone's like booing and i'm like listen i yeah. bought this like really shite amazon hoover and i was like look you can <laughs> still win this hoover <laughs> it's still a hoover and people are genuinely like Fuck off, boo. and it was all like really? so throughout the, the next game we just yeah. played as normal and, it, and then all the lights went out and, like, smoke and flipping lightning sound effects. Right. And uh, everyone was like, what's, I was like, what's going on? Where's, where's the lights? Where's the lights? And then the, the music for The Undertaker, you know, the wrestler, yeah. came on <laughs> and uh, Slutty Susie came from the back of the room holding the Henry Hoover as if it had just, like, appeared. <laughs> and I've never seen the crowd go so mental. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Henry Hoover's turned up. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, like, people's heads just fell off.
0: I love that it. it's, like, it's, people are so invested. Yeah. But now, just the sight of the Henry Hoover descending Honestly. from the back—like, are you gonna have like, because you've got a panto yeah. at the moment? Yeah, we're doing. Are you not ma- gonna have like a Henry Hoover descending from the ceiling? Well, we're angel ma- We're doing a magic
1: carpet at the moment, which is <laughs> oh, a bit scary okay. after two bottles of Buckfast. Like, right? Me and me and Slutty Susie are going up singing um, a whole new world on a magic carpet that goes up about. Don't do you? know if it's, it's so about you, six or you've seven got, like,
0: Hydraulics. Yeah, in it's, there. On
1: like a, it's on like Yeah, oh, it's on like some God. like mad scissor lift with new edges, and it's not, it's not. There's not loads on it. It's going oh, like <laughs> going up on it, it's like scary enough, and then yeah. there's a smoke machine coming out.
0: So you like can't see the edge.
1: It's it's naughty, like yeah, it's oh, funny, dear. it's good fun. Like we've got yeah. another ten shows of that, so definitely one of us will fall off it a hundred percent.
0: How far up do you go?
1: About six meters. Like again, is that high?
0: It's fairly high, yeah. Like, like that's that's fairly high, I'd say. It,
1: it, yeah, it's it's probably like I don't know, maybe eight fridges.
0: Eight fridges. And eight fridges, an, fridges. And that's an
1: that's an American style fridge, so it's a big yeah. tower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is
0: that's scary. quite a way.
1: You should put that into your show. Have you ever done any flying or anything like that?
0: Uh no. <laughs> I Not mean, yet? I, I used to do a bit of aerial, but that was me with. Something, you know, like a, a set of silks. or oh, can you
1: do the silks?
0: I used to, I used to. Like my husband, he's a, an aerial performer. So he does like um, a routine as a Diet Coke man. And he's got nice. a, a Chinese pole, which is covered in, like a pole covered in rubber. So that he can do acrobatics on it. So he does like drops and yeah. things like that around it. So it's just like
1: one standalone pole.
0: Yeah. But he'd like, at the end, he pours Coke over himself and all the women go batshit. Class. Basically. Um, but he does uh, aerial straps as well. So it's like gymnastics rings, but without the rings. Yeah. And he does all this mad, like, going up and down and all these... Like, I think I've seen something like that before. Does he wrap it around his arms? Yeah, he I've goes seen... up into, like, a, what what's called, like, a crucifix.
1: Have you ever seen that guy that... Th- oh, yeah, I've seen that. Have you ever seen that guy that does it, like, in a bath?
0: I've seen a couple that does that. The yeah. one, uh, there's, like one. He did it in the Magic Mike show in Vegas
1: oh I haven't seen I've seen one in London and I can't remember what it where it was it was in Leicester Square and it was like a
0: was it a show called Briefs maybe it's a, an all male boylesque review no from it Australia. wasn't that it was like
1: a it was like a cabaret show there was yeah. the, there was this guy that did um, like a bit like that like in yeah. jeans he was in jeans I'll find it? it for you and he yeah. was like swimming in a bath but as he was like swinging past all the water was coming out of the bath and then there was a girl that, that did that loads of hoops. That does sound like
0: my friend um, from Australia. He had like a bird bath. Yeah. And he'd, he's like a, on a, a swinging trapeze. Yeah. and, he's yeah, good, and yeah. It's amazing, but he just drenches the audience. Yeah. And he's like, and he's exp- yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds In like him. yeah. Yeah. And there was a girl like, with
1: loads of hoops as well, spinning around. Yeah. So many hoops.
0: It's just a favourite. Sure. It was just nuts the hoops. hoops. <laughs> Everyone loves those hoops. Just so many
1: hoops. <laughs> I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think I was more... I was more warm into that fella in that bath. It was pretty. A few little tingles downstairs for me. And I'm not even that way inclined, but <laughs> you, got so- you got something <laughs> it going.
0: What? Sorry? What? It, what did you say? It was? just got a few
1: little tingles a going for tingle- me. I
0: thought you said it was like 10 foot tingles or ten something. 10 foot tingles? Ten no. Foot tingles? I got- <laughs> no,
1: it wasn't 10 foot tingles.
0: All right. No eight fridges.
1: No, no, it wasn't eight fridges. You all good? Yeah,
0: we are classy on this podcast. Just <laughs> this
1: tingles just and hips and
0: that. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the um, burlesque bingo? No. So it's a thing in in, um, Viva Las Vegas. They do oh, it every okay. year. Um, I'm not too sure what that show comprises of, but I know that there was a performer in England who did a striptease, and as she was taking things off, the numbers were painted onto her what? body. Oh,
1: like
0: that. Yeah, so when and she got... Like, obviously, when she got her boobs out, she had numbers painted on each tip. Yeah. On her ass cheeks, like, various places around the body.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I might, well, I don't, I might not do it myself, <laughs> But maybe see if one of the Slyly Sue or Horny Heidi yeah, could do I, something. I
0: could teach you a bit of burlesque. I've
1: got the, I've got the, I've got the breasts for it, like, anyway. I would like <laughs> to maybe try those nipple tassels once.
0: Yeah. I. I, I that whole think spinning I could...
1: thing just, my, my mind blows.
0: It's all on the shoulders.
1: Is that all in the it's shoulders? All in the shoulders. Everyone
0: can technically tassel well. I've no been matter. doing.
1: I've been doing it wrong. I've been doing it all like body. Not that like I've been the trying. The whole body. Yeah. Not <laughs> like, that I've been trying. Have it you it got to secret
0: tassels. It sounds mm. like you have. No. <laughs> like, never. Not me. You're gonna not be up me. on that magic carpet in a not couple of me. days. Like, well, oh, hey.
1: <laughs> all in the shoulders. I'm gonna write that down.
0: Yeah. Now you gotta get home. a bit practicing. That's my homework. That's my homework for later on. Yeah. So we've inspired you. <laughs> so you've got uh, quite a few shows left, even when uh, when this podcast comes out in a week's time. Yeah. You've got the show um, at Content.
1: Content, yeah. So It's our new venue. Um, yeah. it's, it's brilliant. Never ever thought we'd mm-hmm. have our own purpose-built venue for the show. Yeah. And it's just been...
0: Did just- it mean you get to kind of the imagination goes wild. There? Yeah, you... even
1: just simple things of just like the lights, the sound and the production and how, you know, that, that you know, we, we do so many venues in so many cities and sometimes you just have to kind mm-hmm. of, you, you turn up and, you know, you'll know yourself, you kind of have to just deal with whatever's there for you. Yeah. But to have a, to have a venue that's built with the sound and light in the way we'd want it at all times, it's just nuts and we're not putting any, anything else in there at the moment. So okay. No, you know, we've got a we're doing Fridays and Saturdays mainly. We're doing more over Christmas, but mm-hmm. you know, for the rest of the week the venue's getting cleaned and you know, it's not like we're going into something that there's been a fucking warehouse rave the night before and you yeah. come in and it's like stinking and just smells of It's just like, there and ready for MCAT. you.
0: It's like like M Cat smell like M Meow Meow Grim. Yeah, no, no. that that no, don't don't really get that after that show. No meow meow. No, no one's I on meow. meow. Get, I don't think
1: you get meow meow anymore. Anyway, no. I think it was a phase, maybe about like a weird phase, Fifteen like, years ago, do you not remember meow meow? Not remember I just everyone remember go-
0: everyone being in a cat hole. Everyone all going the time. nuts for,
1: for for plant food. Yeah, no, I never partook in any of that.
0: Nah, not my scene. Smelly, you know, smelly behavior. Just the booze, just, just booze shit loads for of life, and that. <laughs> And that was me. That was good. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah. All right. So I have a story. Story time. I know I've been excited about this. Yeah. Uh, I I hope I haven't built it up too much. Okay. But you're gonna do the voices. Um, there, there are is no there voices. No, sorry. No. It's just like here is information. I'll use my voice. That's I fine. Know. Yeah. But if, the, if there is any part <laughs> of it where right. maybe
1: someone's talking, maybe do them in a, um, in a different accent or anything. No.
0: I, there is one quote. I will try it. But... In a
1: different voice, maybe in an Irish accent. Well, it depends. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who the person is or what the story all is right. about or what their backstory is.
0: No. So. The Condor Club was a San Francisco nightclub that became the first club of the 1960s to offer a topless dancer in the form of Carol Doda. An act so shocking, it made national news when it was debuted in 1964.
1: I've heard this story before. You're lying. (laughs) Sorry. No, uh, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. You haven't.
0: No, no. I think I'm pretty sure I, I put this on my Facebook, so I'm like, no, I, I hope you didn't read that. I haven't one. read it. I haven't read it. <laughs> but yeah, basically, this story is about tits. Good. And, and San Francisco. <laughs> and which San, San is nice. Francisco in the 60s, which was its heyday. It's class. It's, it's a triple threat story. It tits is. San Francisco.
1: <laughs> and uh, I don't know what the third one was. The 60s.
0: The 60s, yeah. Class. So, Swinging, San... swinging Francisco. Hmm. So, Doda's act began. As she descended down from the ceiling on top of a white hydraulic Baldwin baby grand piano. We've got some hydraulics in here as well. So we've uh, circled back there. But yeah, um, that was quite a a tongue twister. A white hydraulic Baldwin baby grand piano. And she then performed dances such as the Frog, the Swimmer, the Twist and the Watusi. All of which are classic go-go dance routines i'm guessing you're like what does any of those mean
1: <laughs> is it when you're suspended is that like what like the frog what's the frog, the like, frog. Swimming like a frog
0: no the frog was like um there's a few different variations of it so the most well known would be in uh, a movie called sweet charity there was rich man's frog um, and it's all like arm movement oh yeah really okay, yeah. so like the swimmer everyone knows that which yeah. is just a you know
1: the one that you hold your nose to. Croll
0: and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the Watusi. I could teach you the Watusi if you want, because it's a weird dance.
1: How long does it take to teach? It's,
0: it's very quick.
1: How many steps is there?
0: Uh, four, kind of.
1: Right. What do you do? All
0: right. We, okay. Shall we... It doesn't really transpire it very well. I'm going to but... explain it as we go. <laughs> we got, so, we've got Yeah. So the Watusi, you start with... It's like the twist. Yeah. And you've one got one line. leg... And then yeah. it lifts and yeah. you bring it down and as you bring it down the weight shift onto the back leg and, and then you twist Go on up then you step to the side yeah this leg then starts to twist cool lift switch to the other side twist nice and lift and then you start again cool <laughs> and that is so much easier. it's good
1: <laughs> and certainly anyone in those uh apartments behind me there
0: it, having that's a little favorite. look
1: going what, what the fuck, fuck is
0: going on there what are
1: they doing <laughs> so some online going I believe that's the Watusi.
0: <laughs> yeah. I haven't
1: seen that in a few years
0: yeah. I hope they do the frog next <laughs> takes me back to San Francisco <laughs> like,
1: Condor Club I remember
0: yeah <laughs> I want all this dance there <laughs> so yeah so basically she was doing go-go moves and like with go-go because a lot of the time you'd be on a podium or you'd be in a cage or you'd be in somewhere with not a lot of a area like
1: Austin Powers kind of style
0: yeah but on top of a piano. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I've done it before, because I, I have a um, a go-go troupe as well called the Liver Birds. Yeah. Um, so we're all Liverpool-based yeah. go-go dancers. And uh, we've had to dance on top of speakers before, which are a little bit... Yeah. <laughs> um, so Yeah. So it's not a lot of fun. So you don't really want to do a lot of, like, frantic movements. That's why it's all mainly upper body. Yeah. Dodo would perform this act up to twelve times a night, so Mad. that piano would be up and down because she would be on it as it came down,
1: and then it would go back up. Yeah, and it would come down twelve times.
0: Yep, I, I imagine she just stayed on top of the piano, sat there just like smoking cigarettes, yeah. going oh, "fuck you." <laughs> so on one occasion, Liberace visited, visited the Condor, entering as Dodo was descending down on her white piano. He remarked, I, I don't think I can do a, a voice for this bit. I don't know. For like, Liberace? For Liberace is like, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> we both use Baldwin's. <laughs> nice. That was all right. That's, um, yeah, that's that's not... I don't really know what Liberace sounds like. I
1: think that was really it. I don't think he's just... He's like, oh, He's a little
0: bit scouse.
1: <laughs> right, darling.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I got that piano too. Um, yeah, that was terrible. I'm not good at impressions. No. No, that's, yeah. It was all right, though. It was, it was six <laughs> out of ten. I, I, oh, that, that's... I'll take it. I'll take it. So, the dancers were inspired somewhat by the costume she was given by the Condor's publicist, Big David Rosenberg. No big idea Dave. why he was called Big Dave. It's Big D, in It's <laughs> <a> Big D. <laughs> uh, which was a monokini. Okay, so a monokini is a topless swimsuit right? designed by Rudy... Gernrich 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 Yeah Yeah I know his stuff So it's basically pants It's just the pants Of a bikini set And they were like Yeah um, We don't sell the top Because it's a new thing That'll cost you double
1: It's the style at the time
0: Yeah Yeah (laughs) So uh, Doda Then aged 26 Performed topless That night And the act was an instant success I mean Yeah That makes sense
1: there probably wouldn't have been a lot of topless stuff going around at that well, time. She was, the, was the first, she was the first.
0: so that's her claim to, you know, infamy or fame to have been the first topless dancer, ever. Whatever, like full topless in yeah.
1: San Francisco or just ever.
0: Um. Well, it, it, what was going it's on? All, what was going on in New because York? Because the thing and is, is like she was the first topless dancer in San Francisco at that time. And like, so if you search for, you know, the first Topless Dancer, then everything you'll find will be Carol Doda. But then, like, in the 1920s, Josephine Baker was dancing wearing only a banana skirt. So she was naked other than that. But also pasties, you know, like nipple Mm tassels and such. Pasties weren't invented until the 30s, and niffle tassels weren't invented until the 50s. There yeah. may have
1: been other people doing it. So she's that the one that's been, got the title.
0: She's, yeah, she's the one that's like the most famous. Well, it was probably because wanted. it
1: was such a big deal and everyone was going and everyone was talking about it Then Yeah.
0: Well, it, it's the thing that kind of took people away from burlesque, as we know it, into those topless go-go bars. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's yeah. a different style of dancing as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more frantic. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, within two months of debuting this act, I always feel like I don't say debuting properly. What's
1: the word? I don't even know that word. Debut. Debuting.
0: Debuting. De- it's debuting. Yeah. Debuting. Before debuting. But what it's have like you been when saying? I debuting because when <laughs> I, yeah,
1: you are saying that because like
0: if I say it normally in a conversation, debuting, I can say it. But if I read it because I'm trying to put that T in, I always why is it say got a T in wrong? it? Yeah. Debut. Yeah, Yeah. Debuting. So it's like the way I read it. And say, it. it's not right. <laughs> I don't time. even think I've ever said that I've in used a conversation. i debuting.
1: Do you say debuting quite a lot?
0: Yeah, because it's like, I'm just going to be debuting this new thing. Yeah, yeah I'm debuting true. a new act. Um, you know, uh, my student showcase, um, there'll be people debuting. But if I read it, I so, say debuting. It's
1: probably because the tea's silent <laughs> then, isn't it?
0: Yeah, silent tea. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on from grammar. Uh, within two months of debuting this act, the rest of San Francisco's Broadway were also performing topless before it became a nationwide craze for topless go-go dancers. So she started a craze. A very popular craze. A, pr- a pretty popular craze. like Big time. Yeah. And, you know, you save a lot of money on costume. Yeah. All you need is some pants, a pair of go-go boots, and you're set. Amazing. Yeah. Kind of bring it back. Well. <laughs> so this led to Dota becoming a national icon. In fact, when the Republican Convention was held in San Francisco in the summer of 1964, some of the delegates went to see Carol. So I don't know if that included Richard Nixon. Could have been. Could have done. Could have been. You might have been there like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like enjoying them. I bet he was. Yeah, he probably was. It seems a bit weird. Like, I don't know how you'd feel if the entire Republican Convention turned up to watch you perform. It's really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you
1: know. But then everyone was probably all on it. There'd be all sorts going to your mm. going to your shows then, especially if you're the first one to get your wabs out. So
0: <laughs> Wabs. <Sorry. laughs> That's a new word. <laughs>
1: you know,
0: wabs? I've heard many things, but not I don't think I've heard Wabs.
1: Might be an Irish thing. Yeah. Or diddies is my favourite. Diddies. <laughs> like, never heard that? Diddies?
0: Big old diddies. <laughs> you know,
1: hey, they go to this club, the Condor Club, to get their ditties out.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now the, d- the ditties are going to get bigger, <laughs> yeah. right? So Carol Doda hit the headlines again and became even more well-known when she decided to enhance her natural charms by getting her bust increased with silicon injections.
1: In, oh, I don't in know.
0: In the 60s, though.
1: So I I don't really know how that works. I don't. Well, I don't really know the history of breast augmentation. You
0: know was it going is, on then in the 60s? There was. There was actually a movie about... Um, the two guys that try to come up with a, a way of making breast enhancement. Um starring David Schwimmer. Really? <laughs> Ross from Friends. Was it? And uh, he will tell you, like, yeah, it's a really weird film. It wasn't very popular. It wasn't like a, a hit. But um yeah, they tried all sorts. They've tried like glass globes, um, which obviously oh. didn't work. They had uh, wax injections, so people get like wax. Injected that's in mental. and then set into position, but then if they were in front of a fireplace, it, just melt. it would melt, yeah. And then they, you you'd think be able it would just it melt all, the, all
1: like all the time. And just, like, i think
0: so. You're like you wouldn't be able even to, even like, your
1: body temperature. Yeah, is it not?
0: It would just be swimming around in oh, that's gross. In wax. That's make, that's pretty, of my stomach. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: but so, an injection would really. Do people? Is that what people get in their lips now? Kind of.
0: Like people get
1: um, because uh, it's not a. PeriLonic.
0: Injections, but so it's, it's not an implant. No, no, no. Because I've had mine done, right? And um, it's just they they inject an acid that um, makes the the water of your body travel to that area. So it's it's actually um, a, a type of acid that's found in the body anyway. So
1: it's just like it way
0: back when, when they first started doing lip fillers, they used silicone, which is why it wasn't reversible. So you have people like getting them done and being stuck with these
1: Madness. horrible
0: misshapen lips. Um but yeah, because silicon's what they generally use now still. But now they have it in those like sort of bags. That's right. They
1: just filled it. This that was out. just
0: they just injected it straight oh God. in. Of
1: course.
0: Yeah. So she went from a size thirty four to a size forty four. <sighs> which cost her one thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah. And took forty four injections.
1: That's
0: so heavy. Yeah. I mean, I she, was she just dedicated. Uh, no, she... Were they,
1: were they good? They like,
0: uh, seemed to be pretty good. You know, like uh, it, it carried on her fame. You know, because she was famous enough for being the first topless dancer. And then that kind of elevated it because they were like, now it's bigger, That she's got this new thing done. Right. Because that was the time that was really experimental with um, cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Because there's people like Marlon Monroe are were, rumored were to have had Procedures done, but that would have been a time where it was like a lot more painful. They just didn't really know fully no, what they were doing, they were doing. Yeah. so were like, We're just gonna see, <laughs> like, we're yeah. just gonna give it a try. Um, see what happens, mad, yeah. Like, do you need some more water? You know, no, like, no, no, it's pretty grim.
1: Big bags of wax in your in your daddy's that's, that's <laughs> gross, melting,
0: yeah, scary. Yeah. Uh, Gosh. it's um. You know, things that we do. <laughs> the things oh, no. we do for the, that bust. Uh, but it was uh, this garnished tale with nicknames such as Twin 44. Not very imaginative. But uh, the new Twin Peaks of San Francisco. Uh, that's a bit that one's good. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, this move is probably why a breath-like mountain ended up being named after her. She's still there. You can go and climb it. Climb. <laughs> um, as Doda Dome. In Yosemite National Park, so I've it's been still, to Yosemite Park. Have you?
1: I didn't know about Dododome.
0: Ah, no, no, you, now next time you go, you'll be like, I need to climb that giant tip. Well, I, I'm there. just gonna,
1: I'm just gonna go in and then have this story, just like yeah. in my back, in my back locker. Yeah, out of nowhere.
0: I mean, as long as you don't do it in some sort of tour situation where there's like loads of families there, and you be like, let <laughs> me tell you this, this is actually, story. We're just up,
1: up a big pair of ditties here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> do you see that your son's just on tip, that there.
1: what would have been probably a nipple.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With all these kids Googling Carol Doda on their iPhones, like, what the fuck? I yeah. can <laughs> just see loads of tits. <laughs> like, <laughs> Boss. Yeah. It's one way of introducing it to That's them, right. I suppose. <laughs> all right. So in April 1965, Doda was arrested along with the owners of the Condor Club, Pete Matilio and Gino DePret. So they were cleared when two judges instructed not guilty. With Judge Friedman's mora- memorandum reading, whether acts are lewd and dissolute depends not on any individual's interpretation or personal opinion, but on the consensus of the entire community.
1: Do you think the judge In has been to the tickle? club?
0: <laughs> it sounds like it. The to judge has be been fair. to the club. He's been. He's like I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no issue with this. Yes. Yeah, okay. so, I mean, it is, it is a weird time in history then, anyway, because we've got, like, people are starting to become a lot more, like, sexually open. You know, it's the 60s, it's San Francisco. Certainly
1: San Francisco, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. All right. so when Carol Doda was on trial for lewd acts, the district attorney opposed Doda performing the act for the 12-person jury. He was overruled by the judge. Earl sorry, sorry say
1: that again. The, the, he wanted to...
0: He opposed to her performing the act. So
1: like the, they she, wanted her to oppose the act of the jury?
0: She she was like, I'll perform my act.
1: Yeah, and, and you was, can say whether it's lewd or not. Yeah, and That's the class. district
0: attorney was like, no, um, you can't do that. And the judge overruled him. So <laughs> Yeah. So um, the judge was Earl Warren Jr. And he was like, yeah. Let her perform the act. In court? Well, no, they moved the court case from the courtroom into a nightclub called Chuck Landis Largo Club. So this entire court case, the entire jury, (laughs) and everyone goes to this nightclub. To watch her dance topless.
1: That's, <laughs> that's to, unbelievable. Just to see. You know, like when people are always like <laughs> fuming about, oh no, I've been called up for jury duty. Yeah. That's like going on a trial and then it's like, right now we're going on a wee day out. Yeah, yeah.
0: going to a club. Do you right, want going a drink? to a club. We... Is the best thing. Yeah. Well, so it gets better. <laughs> um, in this nightclub, for this court case, she performed to live song and dance numbers alongside a movie titled Guru You which is a pornographic film.
1: Why did they show a porno?
0: She was dancing while a porno played.
1: So that was her normal act anyway?
0: Yeah.
1: You think they would have maybe just cut that out if she was in court in, in for lewd acts? Well. they <laughs> like just don't put the porno on.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, tits her out and off. Yeah, just... You know? I mean, but what we consider porn now, I'm sure, is very different to what it was in the 1960s, 60s. yeah. be like close-ups of the face <laughs> rather yeah. than what the close-ups would be of nowadays.
1: Yeah, it's only 70s when it started to get a wee bit more a graphic. A more out. hardcore, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah so it was probably just like a topless dancer and, yeah, and they were like, oh, it's, fine. it's porn, yeah. you know. I mean, it, it doesn't state whether it's soft porn, hardcore porn. Like it probably was just topless dancers probably. carrying on the theme. Um, so after her performance, Dodo was cross-examined by a deputy district attorney about what she hoped to convey in her act she had to explain like what's this all about and yeah. um, she responded that the movie represented a satire of pornography and it was to show people the humorous side of sex the jury of 10 men and 2 women struggled to hide their smiles as she then went on to explain the plot of the 17 minute long movie God. <laughs> so in, in a court case yeah. she's like let me tell you the entire plot of this pornographic film yeah and everything that happens in it that's class so uh, yeah <laughs> the, the jury must have just been like well i'm missing work but this is fine
1: best case ever
0: yeah it's like do you want me back like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so don't turn down jury duty because you've no idea you
1: never know what you're gonna yeah, get you
0: might you might get to watch porn as part of it i don't think like, you probably will you know no certainly not. there's yeah. always hoping you'd, you'd really hope for something and then it'd be like some sort Fraud. of misdemeanor or something yeah shit or some <laughs>
1: mad serial killer or something saying
0: what's that that one i was
1: told that he was going to get to see porn
0: yeah <laughs> like i don't care about them nerders. where's the where's the
1: go-go dancers where's the what's that dance move called the oaxaca
0: the watusi
1: where's the watusi
0: yeah restaurant. <laughs> <Oaxaca's> a restaurant, <laughs> a
1: restaurant yeah. we can
0: make a dance call it the oaxaca do it <laughs> I, yeah, because one of my um, usual questions... I, I'm quite into true crime stuff.
1: That's your thing?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just intriguing.
1: Dancing in true so, crime.
0: Dancing in true crime. And then, so one of my first questions to ask people when I'm getting to know them, and it's kind of more of a test to see if they'll, like, be able to cope with my sense of humour, which is, who's your favourite serial killer? But now uh... you're... you're <laughs> see... See, that's how it works, because either people go, what the fuck? Or they go, huh, who is my favourite series? Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what you've just done. You're like, well, let me think.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm thinking. I don't have yeah. an answer, though.
0: No, you don't have one in particular that you're like, this one's always intrigued me the most.
1: Who's the handsome one with all the chat? Brady? Oh, Bundy. Bundy?
0: Ted Bundy. Yeah. See, ah, a lot of people love Ted Bundy, but I'm a bit over it now.
1: Yeah, I don't know all the names. You see, I know who you mean. Yeah, I like that other one. It was um, that woman who was played by Charlize Theron.
0: Oh, uh, Eileen. In Munster. Yeah. She's
1: good. Her final interviews scary as well. Yeah, I
0: mean, um, have you seen the documentary about her? I haven't seen the documentary. There I've are just seen the movie. Interviews with her. Yeah, no, I've seen. Just... Uh, maybe I
1: have seen the documentary. She's nuts, isn't it? There's just yeah. something in her eyes.
0: But it's like she was obviously going through some mental health issues. Yeah, big time. So I'm like, why are you not helping this woman? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Jesus Christ.
1: Maybe Christ. Manson as well. Really? He's a bit mad.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: I'm just going by it. I'm just going by it Are you just going by like, like, like,
0: These are my favourite. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm into like right the interviews.
1: It. I like the.
0: Yeah. See, so all of my favourite ones are ones that are like long gone that we don't know that much about. So like H.H. H. Holmes, who created a murder hotel. Um, in the 1901 Chicago World Fair.
1: Oh, so yours are all like sort of myths. Did it really happen ones?
0: Well, no, it, no, it just gonna, did I, No, I'm just going to seem
1: like a scumbag picking new ones. <laughs> You're like, oh,
0: I like these <laughs> I like Manson
1: because he did a funny video. <laughs> I like Charlize Theron, so I'm going to pick that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but Yours
1: are all like well, Sweeney like, Todd and shit.
0: Well, no, like he, he so what he did he he kept changing contractors um, while well, he was getting the hotel built so that they couldn't figure out like these weird plots that he had. So he had like doors that led to nowhere, um, hallways that got smaller as he went through them, and every floor had a body chute that went down to the basement.
1: What? Is that true? Is it real? It's then?
0: true, yeah. Um, he was um, the devil of White City, they called him. And there's supposedly a either a movie or a TV show starts coming up about him directed by martin scorsese with leonardo dicaprio so i'm like i am looking forward is to that, that really
1: happening is that that's, well, a big, that's, that's what big they've news. been saying
0: for quite some time because leonardo dicaprio bought the rights to the story so that he could turn it into something oh. so there you go
1: yeah that's good it's a good yeah.
0: one should get bats of the tits.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, back to the tits bats
0: of the tits and the porn and <laughs> let's stop talking about serial killers <laughs> So,
1: you were the one that brought I it up. Hello, know, I
0: know. Just, You were the one
1: that has it as a go-to question.
0: <laughs> it is so, but it, it's, it's like, just in life. It helps to kind of divide people of like, all right, if you can accept oh, so that if as most a people normal would just go, question. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, Because most people do. They're like, oh, you know, what the fuck? And you're like, well, yeah, we're not going to get it on. No, right. <laughs> but right. if someone like considers it yeah. or has an answer, then it's like, all right, great.
1: I'm not like... Back it though. I don't care.
0: <laughs> like, no, no, because it's, it's the way that a word it is only to kind of think, but it's more like who intrigues you the most. Got you You know, it's like which one is the most interesting to you. You know? Okay. Yeah. That's fine. All right. So I didn't again. say
1: Fritzel, by the way. But I don't think he was a serial killer.
0: The uh, the guy who he had a kept basement. his basement, uh, daughter in the basement. Yeah. yeah, no, he was just a bad man.
1: What if someone says that, then that's like I
0: probably judge him for that one. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He's just a bad man. He's
1: a bad man. It's just a
0: bad man. Right, you know? got yeah. So yeah. Alright, so in nineteen sixty-nine, Doda decided to up her act by starting to perform bottomless, also. Okay which flouted the law that forbid the display of pubic hair. So what dancers did at the time to get around this law was to shave off their pubic hair and stick a tiny merkin over the top. Have you heard of a merkin before? I think so. It's like a pubic wig. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's technically not. So they used that to kind of get around that law.
1: So they weren't allowed to show pubic hair, but they showed fake pubic hair? Yeah. But then if it was fake, would people not just say, that's pubic hair? And then you,
0: no, because they'd be like, it's American. Ha, and peel it off.
1: Yeah, no, got, look, yeah. see?
0: Got yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she performed this way until 1972. So she got three years of airing it all out. Yeah. Uh, when California Alcoholic Beverages Commission banned nude dancing in venues where alcohol was served. So Carol put on the bottoms and got back on the piano. So she just kind of went, all right, right I'll, go back there. I'll go back to what I was doing before anyway. So Doda was a permanent fixture at the Condor Club for over 20 years, which was advertised with a huge neon billboard of Carol outside its doors, which included flashing red lights to represent her nipples.
1: So it must have just been a massive tourist attraction as well, though. to say that you, it became say it kind you've of famous,
0: been. you know, like, have you been to the Condor Club? Yeah. But if she started in 1964, then she was dancing there in this fashion until
1: 1984. Yeah. She's like so. Sticky Vicky in Banadorm
0: <laughs> Yeah, the infamous Sticky Vicky. <laughs> um, I've had to explain to too many people now. <laughs> what
1: Sticky Vicky is? Yeah. I've never seen Sticky Vicky. Um, I've never been to I Benidorm. Have, have you? A, what's it? Have you been to Banador? I
0: haven't, actually, no. Um, they don't really want my kind of act out there. They've got something better. They've got Sticky Vicky, have they? Oh, <laughs> but But um, I had a friend over from... Um, Last uh, no, Los Angeles. I had a friend over from there, and they mentioned Sticky Vicky, and had to explain exactly what that meant. And she was just completely dumbfounded, like, yeah, why? Weird, why yeah. would people an... want to see this? <laughs> and people with their families
1: as well, though. It's a family like, attraction in Benidorm.
0: It's more that she's taught her daughter how to do it. Yeah, so I can't remember of like her daughter's name. On the, um, the, the tricks of the trade. Yeah, it's a it's a family trade. It's <laughs> no, a very
1: strange one it's a bit of an enigma Sticky Vicky
0: Uh, yeah I just don't I mean how do you figure out that you can do so much with it
1: I think some of it might be just a form of magic
0: so you think Sticky Vicky is actually the world's greatest illusionist
1: I think it's I do believe that Um, I think I think it's magic
0: I think you should invite her over I think you should invite her over and speak to her you know first things first
1: Sticky
0: who's your favourite serial killer
1: let's get that out of the way and yeah. is it magic, or is really it uh, really good muscles? I don't, I don't muscles?
0: think she'd want to give away the tricks of the trade, though. Because I, I I, I know what she does, but I don't know what she produces.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I
0: don't know what it is that is pulled out that makes everyone go, oh, wow.
1: I think it's like opening bottles and shit like that.
0: That's, yeah. No, that's got to be very much. And then maybe like 50 like...
1: meters of like. Tinsel and stuff.
0: But it...
1: (laughs) I think it's magic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's
0: got to be magic. Back to the story.
1: Stop getting sidetracked.
0: (laughs) So that's what we do. (laughs) How podcasts work. You've listened. You know. Yeah, it's
1: just...
0: (laughs) Carol regarded her fame as a blessing, saying, the minute I knew I existed in life was the night I started the Condor thing. The only thing that mattered to me was entertaining people. That always drove me. It's nice. Yeah. So she's like, I'm famous. This is my life. This what I wanted to do. Yeah. So from the 60s through to the late 70s, Doda became the spokeswoman for what was then the KGSC TV, which is now the KICU TV for San Jose, California. They've got, you know, those weird local channels. Yeah. So she was on one of them. And she was filmed from the waist up, wearing clothes that showed off but covered her physical attributes. Her job was to coup. All right, shall I try a, a an impression here? Yeah, go for right. it. You're watching the perfect thirty six in San Jose.
1: That's ten out That's fast. Was Is that
0: all right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean I assume that she was kind of, you know That was it. Like
1: That was really good. Just
0: that. Um she would Occasionally appear on the air to do some editorial commentary of the current issues as well. Okay. So she'd come in, tell you some news, and be like, guess what happened today? <laughs> so it was like, day. Her little, it's
1: like her little slot.
0: Yeah. So she was kind of like, like Elvira yeah. was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So she was Elvira before Elvira. Got it. Just a bit less golf. Yeah. <laughs> so Dota became headline news again when in 1983 which he performed three times a night, an unfortunate incident occurred when assistant manager Jimmy the Beard Ferrazzo and his stripper girlfriend Teresa Hill decided to have sex on top of the white hydraulic piano after hours. At some point, the on switch was hit. The piano what? Ascend- ascended up and Jimmy was crushed between the piano and the ceiling. Fuck. Teresa survived the incident. she was underneath
1: so she was stuck dead under oh hey, this is true this is murder <laughs> hotel here
0: yeah, so she... Because the thing is is that it happened after hours, they weren't found until the morning that's grim so she survived
1: yeah, under her dead partner naked on a piano yes that's fucking grim
0: yeah, so Why are you bringing these stories around to <laughs> <in> my house. <laughs> Especially if you've been telling us about your hydraulic uh, yeah, carpet, me You're and Suey, like, Susie, crush yeah. crush. <laughs> like that's, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna be. Week. I don't think we're
1: gonna be staying after ours. Certainly not after this story. <laughs> that's mental.
0: I mean, it's uh, definitely a, it's an a experience, way to, experience. It's a way to go like. Yeah, I mean, he died doing what he loved. Yeah, I guess.
1: Jimmy the Beard, eh?
0: Jimmy the Beard, yeah, so. died in action. <laughs> literally
1: <laughs> literally in action
0: yeah so then what
1: happened next
0: well oh. they they got him they got her down
1: right but did the did the club not it? get in trouble
0: nope because he he shouldn't have been doing it like he was you know the club was closed yeah I suppose there's no one else around yeah he was the assistant manager so he just kind of was like I'll do what I want
1: yeah
0: it must have just been like well, god that's, help that's, the that's, cleaner
1: who came in the next I morning
0: yeah, just hearing like a little. Oh, Anyone? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Heavy. I'm sure she's. Do you know? It was like a good many years ago now. it's Like thirty. Yeah, still heavy solid. Though. So, yeah, it's uh no. No way to go. No, for sure. All right, so better than
1: being eaten by bears, I suppose, or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's either two options.
1: I don't know why bears like, have just come into my head. or
0: bears? <laughs> what, I think it's you because bear?
1: I've heard a story of something that happened and it's the same kind of story, but okay. it, one of them was eaten by bears.
0: Oh, right.
1: I, I think that was it. Maybe I've just completely made that up.
0: Okay.
1: But I, I remember something in the back of my mind. Two people were having sex on like a, a camping trip and oh, then God. bears came in and ate one of them, but they were like underneath the person. And, the, and they were, like, stuck, and the bear was eating them no. for ages. Oh, And they had to, like, pretend to be dead. Might have made it up. Might have completely made that up.
0: God, that would be horrifying. But um, I think it was
1: something similar. They were trapped under the person as the bear was just eating them all night.
0: Yeah. I mean, I suppose with the piano, if you were underneath <laughs> and you knew, like, okay, he's been crushed, so he's dead. Yeah. But it's not going off any further. So yeah. you know you're kind of safe. Yeah. Whereas with the bear... Be like, am I next?
1: Yeah, I think that was the thing. I think it was like all night the bear was there, and then it finally left in the morning. But like the whole night, they'd been being oh, eaten. God. Their their partner had been eaten while they were just lying there, going, "I hope this bear doesn't eat me as well." Could have completely Jesus made that gross. up. Could have I been something of from the depths. Almost
0: of- hope that that isn't really because that's horrifying. Yeah,
1: just Google. I don't know, Jimmy the beard, relevant stories, bears. Something like yeah. that camping trip, San Francisco,
0: nineteen sixty. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> All right. So, in nineteen eighty five, Carol Doda left the Condor Club to open up her own lingerie shop, which was called Champagne and Lace. Good classy, that's good classy name. Place. Specializing in bustiers and novelty underwear, so reportedly the Pina Colada flavored knickers were quite popular.
1: I didn't even know that was a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, ad- edible underwear? Yeah. I know
1: there's edible underwear. Mhm. So that's what it is. That's what it is,
0: yeah. Fine. But it's like, because I only ever see it as those, you know, the really shit um, dolly mixture sweet yeah. type things. Well, what were they called? Dolly necklaces? I don't know, but I just remember like them from school. But people just you use just them used to, to like launch. You them to just ping them
1: and get them in <laughs> yeah. like, at the back of people's heads. It's dangerous.
0: That's all I think of though when I see those like juice rings them it's just so someone being
1: like, It's almost done like that. Ping.
0: Ping. Which doesn't sound like, it would be pleasant for anyone, no. but um, I imagine maybe there was like a like a gummy bear type. I always feel. thought it was
1: like rice paper, like a thick yeah, ri- rice, like paper. a but like a thicker rice paper.
0: That wouldn't be comfortable to wear at all, would it? No,
1: but I, that's what I always I thought edible underwear was. Really? Other than dolly sweets,
0: because would you be like? Re- did people really want to eat something that I'm people sure some want? people
1: do? No, no. People are into all sorts.
0: Yeah. Like, but if you're, if you're out and about, and you're out for a while, and you want to surprise your other half by having some un- edible underwear on.
1: I think you'd swap them, wouldn't you? You'd go
0: into like, go I'm just going to slip into something more edible. And then like I'm going to put my on. edibles on. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, maybe they'll make um, edible underwear that's also an edible.
1: Yeah, I know my missus no? wouldn't want to even look at a pair of boxes that I've been wearing all day, <laughs> rather than eat them.
0: You're not like, tuck in, dear. Go ahead,
1: knife and fork, work away. <laughs> it's peanut <pina> colada flavor.
0: <laughs> do you like peanut colada? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, she also continued to perform with her band, The Lucky Stiffs. Good name. Yeah. They look like they're a bit like a punk band.
1: The Lucky Stiffs?
0: The Lucky Stiffs, yeah.
1: Well, it could have been in the, where are we now? At
0: least it in the 80s. Yeah, it
1: probably is then.
0: Yeah it looks like she had an all female punk band that and maybe she still performed topless then
1: maybe they all did kinda cool you know maybe they all did i mean
0: you if you and you remember the word the tv the, the show the tv show yeah, yeah on when, channel 4 uh, l 7 played on word and they right. played uh, completely naked so
1: could have been like that then.
0: could have been yeah so in from 2009 until 2015 carol will still perform but fully clothed at several nightclubs throughout san francisco she stated that now i feel like i have to do the voice again
1: you have to but she's a little, remember she's a little bit older now oh,
0: oh god <laughs> well yeah yeah she would have been uh, ahead, get into it i don't want to sound that i'm bragging but i can draw a pretty good crowd <laughs> That's
1: it that's
0: it. I mean, because I imagine... She ran a little bit of little house Point. on the
1: prairie there, but...
0: Oh, shit, did it? All right, because I was thinking, like, she would have had a lot of cigarettes. So yeah, no, been it was Inhaling right. a lot yeah, of smoke, was, so the fine. voice would have been a little For bit more For someone that says
1: that like... the, the country accent, it was
0: good. <laughs> uh, oh, we're laughing now, but now here's the sad bit. Carol passed away due to kidney failure in 2015, age 78. But she performed right through until 2015. So it was, like, her whole life. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, she found a job that she loved. Yeah. And she got to become famous through her job.
1: I think she was probably you know, both famous through it, but also probably really respected as well, I think. Yeah. Like, she was probably like...
0: Well, she would have been like, you know, that sort of famous person in San Francisco. Definitely. Like, I'm sure... Do you have that? Like, when you're walking down the street of Liverpool, do you have people who are like, hey, Johnny? Yeah, man yeah. yeah? again. Yeah? You have people, like, asking you for... Photos or anything like
1: that. Yeah, the odd time. Hmm. It's a Bit weird. Like, can't get my head around it. But
0: do you have a pose?
1: A, um, I don't know. A pose, a, a, a face pose. Like, well, a,
0: just like a, like if someone asks for a photo and you. I just go, go like that. Is that a pose? <laughs> you smile. I don't <laughs> like, smile. Now. No. No. Like, it's like it's kind of like a sort of smile. I've never like, thought about it really. Because I I always get asked after shows, so which is fine with me because I've already got like hair and makeup done anyway so I'm just kind of like what's your pose? sideways on hand on hip Do a bit of a tilt oh, well,
1: flattering you only, <laughs> you, only, you only asked have I got a pose because you wanted to talk about no, your pose no I was asking hand on hip with a tilt leg. it's like Mary Poppins
0: yeah yes the Mary Poppins are the slight smile one. hand on hip
1: <laughs> jobs are good him.
0: Huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good to have a pose. Maybe yeah, you should is. um ad, adopt the the little tilt, just side, a little sideways. Tilt. I might just still like. that then.
1: Little teapot pose.
0: Yeah, just be a little teapot, and you're all good. So Carol had a career that spanned over 50 years, appearing in movies such as Head, which starred the monkeys, but was created by Jack Nicholson. It was not a combo that I would have ever put together.
1: No. Was it a movie that was just about the monkeys? I suppose it was like the, beat, was, the Hard Day's Night and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was. You remember like the American when, version?
0: Yeah, when the monkeys made a, a film and it was quite similar to yeah, Hard Day's Night because it was, just, it was um, all like sort of sketches. Just and, running
1: around. Yeah. Not really. She, she must have just been in it then.
0: She played the part of Sally Silicon. Got yeah. Imaginative. But Jack Nicholson, that's the bit that throws me.
1: What year is that? Sixty-eight.
0: Yeah, that would have been like the late, like 68, 69.
1: I can't really work out with Jack Nicholson timeline. I don't really know what he was doing very early on.
0: Because the first thing I remember him from was, he was in um, One about the motorbikes. I don't know, before the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, Easy Easy Rider. Rider. Yeah. He was in Easy Rider, and that would have been about a similar sort of time. Was it?
1: I didn't think Jack Nicholson was going on in the 60s.
0: Yeah, yeah, late 60s. So I think that was his first main role easy rider so
1: he created it or he yeah
0: he he created it
1: he must have just been on the scene then
0: yeah because i don't know like did he have a hand in writing it was he like a producer you know it's just maybe you should just do, weird, your, maybe it? you
1: should just do your research
0: <laughs> i did you i just... know jack <laughs> created
1: it. yeah but you didn't check out why
0: <laughs> well it's, all i found was that he created
1: But creative
0: could be so many things. Must have
1: just been, like, his concept or something, the storyline.
0: Yeah. Uh, She was also referenced in Tom Wolfe's 1968 book, The Pump House Gang. So she's, you know, gone down in cultural history. Definitely. She's been in movies, she's been in a book. She's well-known as being, like, the Condor Club dancer.
1: I think every time she's faced any sort of, like... Controversy or any barriers—it's always mm-hmm. gone her way as well. Yeah, you know, like that story of being in a taking a jury to a club to watch a <laughs> performance is like class. It's like the best thing.
0: Yeah, I think that's my favorite bit. And it was also
1: her idea to, yeah. to to do that, and then explain 17 minutes of porno
0: <laughs> Yes, which I, I mean, it would be great to find those court transcripts. Like, yeah. you can imagine the woman having to sit there and type all that up exactly. on a little machine, yeah. like? And then the dick goes where? Like, yeah, you know, class. it's like, so the silicon injections were irreversible, you know, unfortunately, and apparently quite painful, which didn't, doesn't really surprise me at all. Like, it doesn't sound like that would be a fun thing to go through. Certainly
1: when you're in your seventies and stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Cause it would have stayed there for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sure the medicate have been able to give some sort of treatment, but...
0: Well, by I'm that just... point, you'd hope... Because she was around until 2015, which is not yeah. that long ago. No. So, you know, we've advanced medically quite a lot since the 60s. Maybe
1: it's just something it kind of does the damage. Can't yeah, it can't reverse it. If know. it's
0: a silicon injection, it's not an individual thing. It's like By that point, like it could have yeah. wrapped in or, you know, it would have seeped into... yeah. so i I mean she lived until 78 so obviously it didn't affect her health wise no so that that's something that's something that's good but um yeah at the age of like 26 you don't really want to be getting something done that's like
1: can't be reversed reversed.
0: yeah Yeah. i I say sat here covered in tattoos but (laughs) yeah Yeah. um the condor club nowadays is a sports bar
1: Is it still called the Condor Club?
0: I don't think it is, no. I think the Condor doesn't really mean a whole lot for sports. But kind of sad that, you know, it had this amazing history of being like this, this club that had the first ever topless go-go dancer.
1: It's probably the same with everything like that though. Mm -hmm. You know, all clubs, all stuff, 60s, 70s, 80s, they just go, don't they? Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it lasted for, at least twenty odd years, then, because she was dancing there until the eighties. So that's a decent lifespan for a club. Yeah. Yeah, because I assume yeah, it was probably open before her, and it might have stayed open for some time after her as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope that was a, an it's, interesting no, story. No, it was interesting. It was There's good. A, a lot of things going on. I
1: and I'll yeah. tell that story.
0: Next time you're in your Park.
1: No, we will just pass that on. I'll, I'll just—it's a good story. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I like it was
0: mm-hmm.
1: good. It's good to it's good to learn. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, you've,
1: taught, you've taught me something today. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of history. It, it had it, all that story.
0: Yeah, you know? it did. It had everything in yeah, there. It had,
1: you it, know? Had, it had people getting crushed. It had yeah, like, juries like, in a strip club. And it deaths. had boobies.
0: Yeah, that, that ticks every box, I think. Yeah,
1: again, another triple know. threat. <laughs> Amazing.
0: A triple threat from a double threat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so now like uh yeah if you're ever in court in the future you just gotta if I'm ever in court bring in the a dancer future, i'm just
1: gonna say can i just bring uh millie dollar here just to do a wee routine to explain yeah. my <laughs> views on the case <laughs> it, would through so Google like, dancing.
0: Yeah, it would be so separate from anything in the case though and they'd just be like right well <laughs>
1: these are my views moving on to the interpretation of dance
0: Yes. Yeah, I'd have to create some sort of interpretive dance moves. Yes, yeah, do it. Um, yeah, that would, that'd be interesting, not it? For sure. The jury would be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what is happening? So, yeah. Good shot. Well, thank you for coming on today.
1: Hey, hey no problem. i
0: uh, really
1: enjoyed it. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, especially today on the day of the elections. Don't worry about it's that. Thing. It's a thing. Kay well,
1: Sarah, Sarah, I suppose. Hopefully, no Boris or
0: mm. Karim. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to end on a down note there. No, now, don't do we? End on a, <laughs> we don't
1: want to end on a down note. Um, but yeah, podcast is class, by the way. Oh, thank been, you very I've been much. Which
0: ones have you listened to? I've
1: listened to, um, and I, again, I can't remember the names. Mm-hmm. Um, the one about. Oh, no, I'm just stumped. I have been genuinely listening. <laughs>
0: You've been you ha- caught in your life, you, right? have- you have
1: me. I have been listening, but I just can't remember the stories. Uh, the one about the girl in Las Vegas who... Um, oh, I can't remember now. I'm not lying, though.
0: Okay. I swear I'm I'll, I'll,
1: I'll believe you. Tell me to do a jury. Oh, you were talking about the big dance competitions in Las Vegas, but...
0: Oh, the um, and you don't want
1: to do them. You're oh, scared yeah, because I'm scared of that. That was the last one I listened to.
0: Yeah, that was um, the episode that came out. What, what was the story? It was Jenny Lee. She was yes, a, and
1: she was the She was a pioneer. Yeah,
0: she created the first um, burlesque union.
1: That's right, um, which, about everyone getting paid, 90, yes, 95, which is fair. $95, which was £900 in today's...
0: I've, supposedly, but I don't... Yeah, so have I, I, I proved that I was listening
1: it. now? It no, just you got, have. You I just have. got scared. you listened
0: to at least one episode. Just one
1: episode.
0: <laughs> just, that, just the last I've one. I've listened
1: to... No, I've listened to a few. I can show you my Spotify player uh,
0: I if you don't it, believe me. I believe you. I funny. just pan, I just panicked. <laughs> yeah. You like, I feel put on the spot now. Now I need spot. to relay information. I'm just because I'm just, just still trying to
1: keep in. See, I can't even remember who the person we were talking about. All I can remember is Condor Carol, Club. Doda. Carol Doda, Carol Doda, the Doda Mountains, Yosemite <laughs> Park. Get yourself there.
0: Yeah, get yourself over. Do it. a walking tour, <laughs> so you can relay this story um, at your next show.
1: And my child to my children and
0: to your children. Yeah, so I'm sure they would love They'd be like what's going on, um, and. Your show's running at content until when? Forever. Forever. It's the show that, ne- it's that, a show that never Forever. ends. So is it going to be every Friday, Saturday from here on?
1: <sighs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And you just have to remember to get your tickets from bongosbingo.co.uk and yeah. not any other imposters.
0: Yes. Do Only buy your tickets, bongosbingo.co.uk yeah. and get yourselves down there. Yeah. You might When's win a next show? Hoover.
1: When are you going to come to, do you want to, come to the show soon?
0: I've been twice. and no, uh, The first to- time I came, I won 80 quid. Nice. (laughs) Do you want to come to one of
1: the Christmas ones?
0: That would be grand, yeah.
1: Because
0: I saw the it has got an amazing entrance yeah, right now, like which stuff. is like a, yeah, come down. Yeah, because um, I was in the Baltic area a couple of uh, weeks ago. Yeah. I was doing the Spiegel tent that's there at the moment.
1: Oh, the the new like the sort of circus season. Yeah, how was so,
0: that? Um, it was quite nice. It's a beautiful venue. Have you been inside? I,
1: I haven't been inside. I just it's seen it's, them like put it's it up a, over an
0: old Victorian Spiegel tent. It's yeah. all wood. And like ornate and stained glass and yeah, it's a stunning venue. So they're going to bring it back next year. So fingers crossed I'll be there again. Because I think I might try and put something on there myself next year. Yeah, definitely. Class. Uh, My next show would actually be the day that this podcast comes out, which will be my uh, fifth student showcase because I teach burlesque as well. So um, a bunch of my students will be doing their debut tonight.
1: Amazing. Well, yes. good luck to them for the future.
0: Yeah, well, this is also going to be the last episode of this first season.
1: What? Are you
0: well, it's, it's Christmas now.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: because if I did a, a, an episode that came out a week later, that'd be Boxing Day. Yeah. So this is. Everybody's be, uh, all over the
1: wall, doesn't know what day it is yeah. by Boxing Day.
0: Yeah, you're in that weird period where you don't know like what's what day. going on. It, you're on like well, what Bailey's the stuff. fuck is happening yeah. just anything so I kind of sit in that place between Christmas and New Year's until I go oh, shit it's New Year's Eve I need to go and work so yeah because we always perform New Year's Eve
1: where are you performing this New Year's Eve
0: I'll be in Chester for uh, my friend Neil Kendall's show Class. So that should be a good one you want to come
1: I'm working New Year's Eve
0: are you going to be doing a show as well
1: yeah, yeah and then away for two weeks but come uh, to a are? show come to come to a bingo show mm. Come at Christmas? Yeah. Are you working Thursdays?
0: Um, We'll sort
1: it out. Yeah. Is this still recording? Are we just chatting about your plans? (laughs) We're
0: just chatting We're Just like, Oh, let's say, let's like, what's your next thing? What's this? But yeah, if I, if I come along and everyone that listens to this podcast. Buys a ticket.
1: Just come down. come on down. Who is your favourite uh, dictator of all time? <laughs> mine mine probably has got to be Mussolini, maybe. Really? Or maybe Stalin pre-moustache. Have you ever seen what Stalin looked like before he had a moustache? Tingles. Tingles. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Diet Coke guy flying about class. Yeah. Who's your um, favourite dictator?
0: I, oh, my favourite dictator? I don't know. I mean, because I would have said probably said Mussolini as well. Because, you know... Good name, from to it's say. It's a good name. And, you know, Italian's are good food. Yeah. But also, probably more because of the scene from um, The Great Dictator, you know, the Charlie yeah. Chaplin film. Yeah. And I know that that isn't really Mussolini.
1: But, just, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: and obviously, you don't want to be like, Hitler. Because... No, you don't no, say Hitler. Evil. Very, very evil man. I mean, all of them, particularly Hitler, evil. Hitler, but...
1: Fritzel, Judas... They're the ones.
0: Yeah, they're, they're the three no no-go's.
1: Whereas Manson, Mussolini, <laughs> and Stalin pre moustache.
0: <laughs> pre- they're your guys. Only pre moustache. You gotta check <laughs> my
1: pre moustache.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's something to Google. Some, <laughs> well, it's
1: something I'm, you know you can certainly them. advise people yeah. on over the Christmas period if you're stuck for, <laughs> if you're stuck for chat. Yeah, you know,
0: there's one way of opening a conversation. Who is your favorite
1: sure. uh, serial killer, or who is your favorite dictator? Yeah, you probably get your, you know, some old uncle probably saying Mugabe and say, and then you know, yeah, you always all like, that no, no. no, not Mugabe. No. Get out of my house.
0: Yeah, it actually it's a really good way of making your relatives leave early if you don't <laughs> want them around. <laughs> just like. I disagree with you, or the fact that you had an answer so readily available. Yeah,
1: just someone's nan being. Get out. Well, some of Hitler's ideas were good. Get out now. Yeah,
0: leave. (laughs) And then you know you've got the rest of the day to yourself. It's a real time saver. Um, It also saves you on Christmas presents for next year.
1: No one's listening to this anymore.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like tuned out. I think anyone like, that's
1: listening's been like, "What the, the fuck f- are they to- talking <laughs> about?" So I'm they're, out of they're here. like
0: Mussolini. They're like, "Nah, I ain't about that life." Yeah, we'll just I'm out of here. <laughs> like goodbye.
1: <laughs> well, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, thank you for joining us. And um, I guess I'd have to say Merry Christmas have to everyone a great, out there have a great because it's Christmas, Christmas, everyone, and we will be back in 2020, All right?
1: Yeah. See you so, later.
0: <laughs> for now. And until next year, that was Cabaret, darlings.